This is the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief, keeping you informed about the happenings in Annapolis and the area. Local news, local sports, local events, local opinion, and of course, local weather. The Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief starts now. Good morning. It's Tuesday, May 14th, 2019. This is John Frenet, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Huge news yesterday out of Anne Arundel Medical Center. They have taken the preliminary step toward a merger with Doctors Community Health System out of Prince George's County. The merger would create a regional health care system covering both Anne Arundel and Prince George's County, and currently Anne Arundel Medical Center operates pretty much solo. They plan to invest $138 million over five years into the existing Doctors Community System campus, along with its IT infrastructure, expanding inpatient and outpatient services, and launch programs that support the PG County community community health needs assessment. Both hospitals are expected to do some due diligence over the next 30 days, and they will plan to unveil a combined health system name later on this summer. There were no comments from either side, but there was a written statement issued by Anne Arundel Medical Center's president and CEO, Victoria Bayless, saying, We determined that our counties share more than just a border, and we want to make the region in which we operate healthier as a whole. Together, we believe we can bring better care to the residents of Prince George's and Anne Arundel counties. So some exciting news out of Anne Arundel Medical Center. Two Annapolis men were arrested and charged with attempted kidnapping on Sunday after forcing one of their ex-girlfriends into a car. Nathan Connolly, 20, of the 600 block of Admiral Drive in Tehran, Molden, 22, of the 100 block of Hearn Road, have been charged with attempted kidnapping, three counts of first and second degree assault, having a handgun on their person, and using a firearm in a felony or a violent crime. Both men are being held without bond at Anne Arundel County Detention Center on Jennifer Road, and according to police, Connolly showed up in an apartment where his ex-girlfriend was staying on May 7th and started banging on the door. After about 15 minutes, she exited and they grabbed her and forced her into the back seat of Molden's car. She was ultimately able to escape the vehicle, but at that point, her current boyfriend and his friend had exited the house to try to help, and Connolly and Molden both got out of the car, lifted up their shirts, displayed handguns. The boys retreated back into the house. The girl ran. Connolly and Molden fled the scene, but were picked up a short time later. Good job on Annapolis City Police in catching some bad guys. A little bit later on today, the Annapolis Historic Preservation Commission is going to consider a pre-application for a temporary park at City Dock. This is coming from Mayor Gavin Buckley. He will speak before the panel, and he is actually listed as the applicant, and he's going to be meeting with the Chief of Historic Preservation, Roberta Lehner, prior to the meeting to finalize the application. Now, to bring you up to speed, first, Mayor Buckley said he would like to see a Ferris wheel at City Dock. Then after he was elected mayor, he had proposed a sort of a beachfront resort kind of a thing going there to sit in front of the hotel that Harvey Blonder wanted to put in City Dock. Then there was a bocce court. So we don't know what this is right now, but here's my hunch. An ice skating rink for the winter. And if that comes to fruition, remember, you heard it here first. Speaking of Annapolis, it appears that we have four candidates running for Alderman, yes, I can say Alderman, in Ward 6. Yanis Kasayani, who is running as a Democrat. Dewan Gay, who is also running as a Democrat. Gay had run as a Democrat in the primary last time and lost to Shanika Henson. Kenny Kirby is a Democrat, will be running again, and he is the former Alderman for Ward 6. And there is one Republican candidate in George Gallagher. Stay tuned. We are going to try to get in touch with all four of them and see if we can get their opinions and what their platforms are so you guys can make an informed vote. And I say you guys because I can't vote there. 
Governor Hogan signed a bunch of bills into law yesterday, one of which was to raise the age for buying tobacco and nicotine products from 18 to 21. Yes, there is an exemption for members of the military. Apparently, if you are old enough to go fight, you're old enough to smoke. But if you're old enough and you don't go fight, you can't smoke. I don't know that it makes sense, but it's probably not a bad idea. The legislation does take effect in October, and Maryland is going to become the ninth state to raise that age for cigarettes and other tobacco products. Now, the law will apply to all types of tobacco products, including cigarettes, cigars, smokeless tobacco, e-cigarettes, and vaping devices as well, including jewels. And just to clarify a little bit on the MVA's driver license suspension thing because you're not real ID compliant. MVA Administrator Chrissy Neiser is explaining some of the nuances that weren't initially explained. Currently, there are more than a million people in Maryland that have driver's license and ID cards that appear to be real ID compliant. They do have a star in the upper right corner. That was based off of a 2009 decision from the U.S. Department of Homeland Security. However, in October of 2017, Homeland Security said that anybody with this real ID star must have scanned documents on file with the MVA. So that's what the difference is. You may think you have a real ID compliant license. It may have the star, but unless they have your scanned documents, you are not compliant. Now, of those million that are non-compliant, they are giving them warnings prior to recalling their licenses. And they are doing that in chunks. And this was the part that was not really clear. They have sent emails three times since December to 80,000 drivers in Maryland in the first chunk of people that need to have their documents brought in by June 1st. There will be a second chunk at a later date and a third chunk and so on and so forth until they work their way through all million people with the final date of October 2020. Neiser had said that what's happened was that customers have been going to the lookup tool on the MBA website and it's telling them they need documents, but it's not giving them a specific date. And they just assume that they're part of that first June group. And that is not entirely accurate. If you go to the Maryland MBA website and you've got the real ID check tool there and the message comes back, says, please bring your documents to an M.MVA branch office by and it puts a date in there. You do need to get it in there by that date. If it doesn't say that sentence, if it doesn't say any kind of a date, you do need to bring your documents in. You can make an appointment and do it, and we do suggest that you do that now, but you are not at risk of having your license recalled in June. Neiser did say they were going to add some clarifying language to the Real ID Lookup tool. It is not there yet, but it should be within a few days. So again, the best thing to do is to go to the MVA's website, look at the Real ID Lookup tool, and see what it says there. If there is a date, you need to comply by it. If not, and it still says that you need to provide documents, make your appointment to do it. They guarantee that they'll see you within 15 minutes. And the process, once you get out of the line, is really only about 10 minutes long. So there is the MVA trying to clear up a mess for a million drivers in the state of Maryland. All right, that is about it for the top news today. Please make sure you're checking out ionanapolis.net throughout the day because we do update it throughout the day. And actually, I know for a fact that we're going to have a story breaking a little bit later this morning that you are going to want to hear about if you live in Eastport or anywhere near Annapolis. Hang tight. I do have another rant. Yes, you're going to get two of them in a week. And of course, we have George Young with your local DMV weather forecast. He's coming up in just a minute. But first, listen to this about Mac Medics up in Severna Park. Have you ever been to the Annapolis Mall when it opens for the day? Maybe you've noticed the line of folks waiting to get into the Apple Store. As you may know, I'm a Mac user, and today's episode of the Daily News Brief, in fact, all of the episodes of the Daily News Brief, have been produced right here on my Mac computer. 
What you might not know about is Macmedics. They were founded here in Annapolis in 1989, and they are an Apple-authorized premium service provider, the only one in the Baltimore-Annapolis, D.C. area. And what that means to you is that they repair all Apple devices, including the iPhone screens and batteries, all without an appointment. And most repairs are done the same day, usually within two hours. They also sell everything except the iPhone and the watch for the same price as Apple. I don't know why you would go anywhere else. Give them a call at 410-757-MACS, or if you're not into the whole letter thing, 410-757-6227. Stop by their retail store in Severna Park on Benfield Road, or their service center in Lanham, right off of Route 50. Or you can always check them out online at macmedics.com. I'll tell you, they've saved me quite a few times, and I know they can save you. Going out? You need the most up-to-date local weather. Here's George Young from DMV Weather in Annapolis with today's forecast. Hey everyone, this is George with DMV Weather, and this is your Eye on Annapolis forecast for Tuesday, May 14th. After a wet and very cool day yesterday across Annapolis and all of Anne Arundel County, in which temps did not even reach 60 degrees for highs, today will be a step in the right direction with some sunshine in the skies above, but temps will still be below average with highs only 58 to 63 degrees, and they might feel even chillier due to some breezy winds gusting to 20 to 25 miles per hour at times. But Wednesday will bring even better conditions with plenty of sunshine and highs around 70 and after some 70s on Thursday and Friday, with a small chance of a few showers each day, we'll likely see tons of sunshine and highs near 80 both Saturday and Sunday. Okay, that's it for today. This is George Young of DMV Weather. Make it a great day out there. Be sure to get our free app on all of your devices by searching for DCMDVA Weather in the Apple or Google App Stores and also follow us on Facebook and Twitter and on our website at dmvweather.com so you can always stay weather-informed. This is Sarah Koenig, host of the Serial Podcast. I'm coming to Annapolis, to Maryland Hall, on Friday, May 17th, for an onstage conversation about how we created Serial, how we make stories, well, how we make them good, and why they matter. I hope you'll come. For tickets, go to MarylandHall.org. He started to get down on one knee, and I saw the ring, and I saw him, and um, I honestly don't know that I said yes right on the back. She didn't say anything. She was <laughs> just shaking for a little while, and then I think you said yes eventually. Yeah, I guess I, I did. So. <laughs> I'm Steve Samaras of Zachary's Jewelers. That was John and Michelle's story of yes. For a chance to win a beautiful, rare, responsibly sourced Forevermark Tribute Collection diamond pendant, share your story at astoryofyes.com. So many different stories in the news, and everyone has an opinion. Here's ours. Oh my word, two rants or two opinions in one week, back to back. The thing that's on my mind today is why none of the council members are questioning the budget and seeming just to go along. Is this party parity at its best? We have a Democratic mayor, so the Democratic council just needs to go along? Come on, people, the budget is screwed. A few people have publicly questioned a 21% increase in the budget, and city manager Teresa Sutherland quickly replies that it's less than 1%. Not sure if this is new math or common core, or maybe the city just purchased a bunch of cheap calculators from China, but let's look at the numbers. Last year, Mayor Buckley proposed a $120,187,377 budget, along with a significant tax increase. 
Anyhow, the council popped up that proposed budget by a little more than $18 million, and in the end, they adopted a budget that was $138,316,524, quite a jump from the prior year's budget of $107.5 million. All right, fast forward to this year. The mayor is proposing a $145,285,766 budget, a 21% increase over last year's proposed budget, and a 5% increase over last year's adopted budget. Do the math. I'll wait. But City Manager Teresa Sutherland claims it is less than a percent, and in the budget spreadsheet, there's a new column that's appeared. It's called, ready for this, an adjusted budget. And this number is $145,391,741. There has been little explanation as to what this number means. Adjusted seems to make me think that they made a mistake and adjusted it throughout the year and added in projections for the last month or so. Well, to everybody else, that means that you overspent the adopted budget by $7 million. You can't take a blown budget and then magically press a reset button and claim you made your budget, but that seems to be what's happening here. Yes, the proposed budget is pretty close to the actual spend for the past year, but regardless, it tells me that the city is unable to manage a budget. What if they overspent by $10 million this year? Will they claim that they came in under budget when they asked for $155 million next year? Mayor Cohen's first budget in 2010 was $70 million. Before he left office, the 2014 budget was just under $100 million. So within the past 10 years, we have more than doubled the budget. Let's ignore the service cuts and the increased fees for now. But in the past two years, we have gone from $107 million to $145 million. That's a 35% increase in spending by the city of Annapolis in just two years. And the council is just letting this slide with a big old rubber stamp? And that's what I'm thinking today. You've been listening to the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Tell your friends and colleagues this is the podcast where you can keep up on the latest with what's going on in Annapolis. And also tell them about our website, ionanapolis.net, where you can find even more information. This podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m., keeping you informed with the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. And take a moment to listen to our other podcast, The Maryland Crabs, released every Thursday at noon.